up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. Look, man, I don't really care that you're hanging out with shit on these I don't. I'm all for it. I've done it. I think others should do it too. But what was going through your head Sunday, man? Like, you're gonna have to like walk me. Like, I'm sure Rivera was probably so blown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, bright. Like, remember we even said going into that game against um Seattle, like, did you you really ain't even own the job back? You just got it back because both the guys got injured. And you know damn well Rare didn't want to put his ass out there anyway. So, like, mm-hmm. for the fact that you actually played this game, bruh, and then, like, for you to go do this after – I mean, and, again, I'm not saying what you should and shouldn't do after an L. He, he got grown ass when he's 22 years old. We all been there. We all hung out with strippers, done, done throw the money, done all that. But the fact that the matter is, like, if you are going to do some stupid-ass shit like that, at least talk to the people around you and right. tell those people – Let's not use any fucking smartphone cameras mm-hmm. or post me on IG or let's not have all seven girls wearing my jersey, which basically says I am throwing this party. Like, it's just like he just was not thinking and it just shows the immaturity, bro. And it's basically like everything that they've been saying, whether it's on the field or off the field. Like, he is truly an immature ass motherfucker. And I mean, again, we all been there at that age, but. For the situation that he's in and trying to save his career, this was just not – this was just one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. I'm sorry. It was just fucking stupid, period. Yeah. It, it's so – it's the opposite of self-awareness. Like, you understand where you are in your career, right? You've been here for less than two years. You're almost on your way out. You have a chance to earn some redemption. And after a game in which you played okay, you played all right, you know what I'm saying? You go straight from the stadium to stadium, <laughs> and, and you out there just just the stadium in DC still tipping. <laughs> Listen, man, it, it's just it is <gasps> course it is just super immature, man. And I don't want to come at the next of any twenty two years old, twenty two year olds because we've all been there. We've all we've done been there. dumb shit. But I wasn't doing dumb shit. One as a millionaire. Two knowing that I have teammates that are counting on me because not only my only healthy quarterback right now. If I get anybody else sick in the offensive meetings, you're going into the biggest game of the season minus X amount of players because you were too inconsiderate to take your silly ass home after the game on Sunday. I, I just, I, I hate talking about Dwayne like this, man. We don't gave Dwayne tons of chances. Mm-hmm. I hate talking about him like this, but this is pure fucking. He put it on himself, though, bro. You can't. Yeah. He put it on himself. Like, look, man. Look, man. It's, this ain't even like some old head shit. Fuck no. The shit that blows me about this is this was your fucking chance. Yep. Like you somehow ending up with another chance. Mm-hmm. The truth is, you didn't play that well first half. Okay. The whole team didn't play well. They could have chipped, you know, everybody, someone could have made some plays for you. They didn't really make plays for you first half drop passes. But the vibe after the game was positive. Absolutely. We were positive about the team. We're positive about you. Mm-hmm. For you to then follow it up by like 
topping it with your dumbest move. This is the dumbest thing you've dumbest. done since you've been here. Dumbest. Like, like straight up. If they won't be like, oh, you sat out because you were sick, or you really sick, it's like, I'm not even going to get you, I can't get on you about that because I don't really know what the fuck's going on. You might be really sick. For you to do this, this is like, oh, nah, you not, this isn't, you don't get it, bro. You don't get it. What's that shit with uh, New York from VH1 where her mom is like, what's not clicking? What's not clicking? <laughs> what is it? How could you do something this irresponsible after all you've gone through this year? You blew it for yourself. Yeah. This is all yeah. basically just stamped his fact as being, you're not the quarterback of the future. Um, you've basically just canceled any opportunity you've had as far as potentially being this franchise quarterback here, because like, like we said, they didn't really have any intention of putting him back in the game anyway, like you said, Cliff, or starting a game, I should say. He did not earn this. It just so happened that Alex got hurt. Like, you fell into another opportunity, bro. And this is what you do in return. Like, it, I don't know, man. But I wish him well, because I know tomorrow's press conference, when Rivera speaks, it might get ugly. See, you know what? I think he's not. I think Rivera is going is going to go soft publicly because Dwayne might have to start on Sunday. If you come out here and play like shit, mm. you will be you will become one of the more vilified people sports wise mm-hmm. in this area that we've had mm-hmm. in a while, man. It's been a while since we had someone around here who the fans just didn't like because mm-hmm. you've now lost the people who did defend you. That's what I'm saying. Half of the fan base is already split over you. Like, right. And even people that didn't really truly support him, like, even for myself, like, okay, like, I'm trying to give you a chance, bro. We're trying to say that you're young. We know you didn't, you haven't started that many games. We know you're inexperienced. Understand it's a new coaching staff. Understand it's a new scheme. It's a lot that goes in to being the quarterback of this franchise. But you get your opportunity. You finish the game strong. You had us all feeling positive, like, going to the next week. If you had to start, we'd be okay with it. And you telling me you out here. Juggling bitties, don't <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's my, like my thing is, how would you like again oh. do your partying, man? Mm. But the truth is, you know, the funny thing that's what I see going on in sports right now, right? Is I have always been a pro player person, always ever since, ever since I've known me. But what I'm seeing now is like a defense of everything. Right when there is actually responsibility given to you in some of these leagues, man, you cannot just be the quarterback and do shit like this. If a fucking, you know what? If Ch- no offense, Chase, if if we found Chase doing this, I'd be like, man, Chase, do your thing, man. Not go ahead, you huh? go <laughs> ahead. I know you about to hoop. You about to hoop. We don't have to worry about you. I see you out here partying. <laughs> the quarterback cannot be living like this, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not acceptable. Remember what I told you about Jimmy Garoppolo? Remember mm-hmm. when Garoppolo signed his deal? And they saw him with mm-hmm. Kiara, uh, the porn star. What's her name? Kiara or something? I mean, this is a red I re- flag. I forget her name, but I knew. I, I remember what you told me about that. Well, he got hooked up with a porn star. It took the first thing he did was like, the, star yeah, he's on a date. He's on a date like the following week. I'm like, bro, this is a red flag. <laughs> like, I'm not even knocking porn Not knocking any of that. Mm-mm. But the quarterback can't be out here like that. No. It doesn't work that way. Let alone when your job isn't secure with this franchise. Man, your job not secure? Like, what was going through your head? Like, you left the stadium. We just lost. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, okay, time to party. 
Hold up, what? Fucking idiot. Well, now, what, what, but what do you guys think they should do? Instead of going handling internally, which tells you, like, they, I don't think Alex is playing. My thing is, Cliff, if Alex was healthy, like, if he was truly 100%, I swear I think they would put him on the inactive list. That's what I think they would want to do. But with the fact that, obviously, Alex is not 100% healthy, and I don't think Alex is going to be 100% healthy, even when he does get back on the field. Right. Um, like you said, they're going to handle that shit internally. I'm sure he's going to face a hefty-ass fine. I just wonder if it's something that's going to come down from the league because, again, this is the second time he broke protocol. He's already been fined once. So right. now, now you put your whole fucking team, you know, you put your whole team at risk. Lord knows if he was at this, if he was at Redskins Park. I said Redskins Park, shit. If, if he was at Washington football team park yesterday, because that could have been a problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying somebody could have code, but he could have been exposing all 53 players. And we could have had a fucking super spreader event at the Washington football team park. So like that, he needs to get disciplined. I'm saying, you know, I'm always for players clip. I'm with you. I'm never supporting teams and all that fines and all that shit, but you're out. He was out of line with that shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's out and of line. And, and out of you line. owe your teammates. A very sick, like above, like the super spreader and all that shit, dude. Do you know what time of year it is? Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard this team is worth to put themselves in this position? Like we're not in a fucking playoff push right now. What Come if on. you couldn't play Sunday and we had to play Taylor Heineke? Don't mm-hmm. imagine a scenario where he goes into that quarterback room on a Tuesday morning for their first meeting, getting ready for the Panthers. And because his dumbass was irresponsible, we're starting Logan Thomas at quarterback because. Right. <laughs> Logan Thomas. <laughs> really? You're no, right, though, Paul. Real shit, Corey. I mean, it happened yeah. to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. The Broncos yeah. are in a playoff push. We are. We mm-hmm. actually can clinch this weekend. Imagine that. Imagine if it was 4 o'clock on Sunday, the Giants have lost. We can clinch the division for the first time in five years and gain behind center is number 85, Logan Thomas. Get ready to take snaps because of your dumb ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, got your, God. You got your first start in three months down there. So what do you think they're going to do, Cliff? Because I, I'm the, I, my first thought was he's going on an inactive list, period. See, I don't if think. If can't play, you think that obviously. I they got to start him. The whole team, they're going to start him. Yeah, because that's not. That would not. That punishment, would you be punishing the team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Dwayne doing some dumbass shit. Yeah. The truth is, they're gonna probably be like, "Listen, man, like, do you under like? Here is how you fucked up. Do you understand? You don't seem to grasp how dumb what you did was. The truth is, though, if you come out there on Sunday and you look like dog shit, <laughs> you are big. Like the team is gonna, the players will banish you from this. Squad. Absolutely." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, that's who, to me, if I had to guess, that is who is the pressure is going to be coming from the most. Ron going to let the players deal with it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's who you really, that's really who you fucked over, potentially, if something mm-hmm. goes awry here, right? If you come out here Sunday and you missing passes everywhere, bruh, nah, like, because what are you even going to say after the game? At some point, you're going to have to answer questions about this. Mm-hmm. That little statement he put out on Twitter, that ain't going to work. I, I heard he deactivated his Twitter account, too. That shit not going to fly, bro. You, you better ball. You better, right. You better play well on Sunday, bro. 
I because mm-hmm. if you're the reason, if you're being shit, is why we lose this game. This gonna go down in the fuckery books with this franchise. Somehow you would have managed to still put your name among the biggest jokes you've ever had here. Mm. Not an easy mm. thing to do, man. We don't have some big ass jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Seriously. No, it, You'll, you will be the big, you will be the most disliked person on this in this franchise since Hainsworth. Yep. Yeah. And I, I don't want to make this about Snyder because everybody makes everything about Snyder, but how fucking fitting would it be <laughs> mm-hmm. after we bring in Ron Rivera to fix the culture? The last player that Daniel Snyder handpicked would be the one that cost y'all the playoffs because he was mm-hmm. too immature to handle his business between Monday and Saturday like a real professional would. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Remember what I said to y'all? What was that, yesterday? Mm-hmm. All this shit we've done this year to battle back. <laughs> Alex Smith, Ron mm-hmm. Rivera, the defense, Chase. We are in a position potentially to win the division. As of now, the like, Based on pronunciations, we will win the division mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We come in here Monday, and Danny and his his boy have fucked and embarrassed us again. You know what I'm saying? Like after all we've done this year to sort of clean our image up, people talking nice about us out here. Mm-hmm. Look, look who comes and reminds y'all that he he's I'm still actually the boss here. Mm-hmm. And just remember, at any moment. I will shit all over you all's parade. <laughs> real Dan Snyder. That's real. <laughs> Even in his recluse state, he'll still find a way to fuck us over one last time. Well, it, it looks like the minority orders have fucked us over now. If we keep it in the buck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we might as well move on to that. Let's move on to uh, that. So uh, they trying to give their shares to Snatter. So instead of getting rid of Snatter, he's going to be even more powerful than he was before. I think that the minority orders, that the minority owners that are trying to get their shares bought out would take his, what, to like 80%, 80% ownership? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean- well, Let's keep it above. They not truly, they weren't really trying to give him those shares. They were trying to get a smear campaign where he had to sell the team. And now their whole mm-hmm. idea of what they thought was going on, I forget who's the main guy. Um, but long story short, that shit looks like it's going to backfire. What I I think that the what I heard was, and this could just be hearsay, this is what I heard on just the radio, so it could be you know, whatever. Mm. But, um, Snyder doesn't have a problem buying the shares out of any of the minority owners except for Dwight Shar because him, that's right, yeah. Dwight Shar is the one that he allegedly is behind the smear campaign, so I'm not, he's like, I'm not helping you out, I'm not buying your shares, you're fucked. But they used to be boys, right? Isn't that the whole thing? They had a falling Mm -hmm. out. Mm Yeah, fucking rich people. I didn't even know that Daniel Snyder's daughter and was a daughter and mom own a big part of the yeah. Rest of the world. I didn't know that either. I didn't I, know that either. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it, it's part of just like uh, the, the ownership group. I guess if they have the funds to to carry part of the ownership, then why not? But um, it sucks. It sucks. This whole thing is so messy at this point. I, I. The, thing, the whole thing is so messy at this point, and it's kind of undercutting what's looking like a promising season for them. I just wish that it would just disappear from the news. And of course, I don't get my wish because I'm a fan of this team. It's just it's <laughs> it's just unfortunate, man, because all the goodwill that this team is building up right now, just making a name for themselves as a team that's still, you know, still building, still you know going through it, but they're doing it the right way. They're not playing in a way that's embarrassing or a way that where they're just out here getting mopped through week. They're playing tough for a head coach 
who is highly respected. And every time I open the Washington Post, I see Daniel Snyder's grin face just, just reminding me, hey, I'm still here, motherfucker. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here, baby. All right. <laughs> Look, when we when that report came out that they had some concealed payment, we knew where this was headed. We knew. Oh man. Look, man, this guy is wild. Like the only reason that guy will not be booted out with his owner. It's because the owners can't roll like that. These these some rich old white men. Mm -hmm. They got skeletons too. All of them. But if we get Dan out, they might come for me. Right. Snyder, I think the wild thing is that that cheerleader story about the tape. You talking about you? uh, I don't know nothing about no tape, guys. No one believed you when you said it. It's no one believes like even now we just assume not only you got it, you got multiples. Absolutely. <laughs> I do not want to see your face if this team starts winning games. That's my only I don't want to see your face, bro. I don't want to see you talking in no press conferences. I don't want to see you doing no fucking interviews. If this team is doing well and you all of a sudden start talking everywhere, I will stop rooting for this team. Cliff, you know, Dan, well, we win this division on Sunday. First one on the field with the division champ hat. Nah, see, I'm not nah. talking about, see, I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even talking about, like, winning the division. I'm talking about nah, if this franchise has success next year or two years from now. If oh, you yeah. out here doing NBC4 exclusive 6 p.m. And, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Stay your dumb ass out of the spotlight. Stop fucking up and embarrassing this franchise. You've been embarrassing it ever since you fucking took it over. 100%. Not only are you a shitty owner, you, you seem to carry yourself like a shitty person. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part about all this. Ain't you from here? Talking about my paperclips ain't aligned right on my desk. What the fuck is this? Fucking disgrace, little ass boy. That's like, he, like, that's all. He got rich really young. Mm-hmm. Our team is owned by Martin Scarelli. That's essentially who I was just fucking <laughs> like, like, real shit. Real shit. We got one of them on our squad. We got to remember that. Yeah. The wildest shit when he was talking about, I like the ends of my toe paper folded a certain way. I'm like, nigga, are you serious? It's, 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 it's doing the same job. Enjoy is there to wipe your fucking ass. Like, why do you care how it's folded? You just want to be a dickhead, bro. Why you want to be a dickhead? Because you a dickhead. <laughs> if you, it's like, crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, Jerry, Jerry's all in the videos. Mm-hmm. But you know that Jerry has the franchise in his, at all times. We do not believe that about Dan Snyder. I am not sure what Dan Snyder wants. At one point, he just wanted to get shit-faced with Bruce Allen every fucking day. Before that, he wanted to get shit-faced with Vinny Serrano every day. Right. Now, you want to clean the franchise up. Hire all these people, minority, black pres- black team president. We got a Hispanic coach. Mm-hmm. We we got the first woman. I don't, mm-hmm. what is, I don't even remember what her position is. Her title has like 16. First, first lead on like radio broadcast or something like that. Do not show your face if this thing turns around. You had nothing to do with it. Bro, well, y'all know Dan's going to be all in the videos, all in the pics. Y'all know that. Yeah, You're right. not going to say nothing. Yeah, right. He's going to be in the videos. Nigga, That's my word. For, we did not forget, my nigga. We will boo you still. <laughs> That's not been forgotten. No, I was going to say, my worry is that once this thing gets turned around, whether it's this year, next year, whenever, like whenever they start getting consistent cons- uh, consistent success and folks are handing out congratulations, Daniel Snyder's can get in line and be like, where's my congratulations? We're going to sell the team. We're going to sell the team. So, 
So Ron's getting all the credit. Dan, Ron, what? you're fired. Oh, a word? <laughs> all right. I mean, you know how Danny Boy works, man. I don't put nothing past Danny, listen, man. Listen, you better stay your ass out the goddamn videos, bro. We have not forgotten. When we see you at FedEx in 2021, we will be reminding you to sell this damn kid. That Boo is this man. Whether <laughs> <laughs> you show up on that fucking big screen at FedEx, you are getting booed. Ain't oh, at all times out here. out here, bro. No, don't forget, beef is forever, man. Like you, you done put us through so much. You don't get to sit there and, and act like cool owner Daniel Snyder because you delivered a coach and a, and a team president that know what they're doing. You're Dan, so we not gonna we not gonna give Dan no credit for finally firing Bruce. No, because you are still a fuck nigga. Like that hasn't changed. Keep in mind, I'm not saying we should give him credit. That's just a question. Also, <laughs> also, you made our franchise so bad that all these coaches they want to be the person that turns this shit house around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they know if you fire them, they'll just get paid. You're probably still paying the Shanahan's. He's like, well, shit, if I don't At least I know I got a bag coming. You got a fucking big-ass bag coming. Hey, no one's going to blame me. Mm-hmm. Should we speak mm-hmm. on that uh, 2009 settlement that just came into light? For folks that don't know about it, uh, the Washington Post reported, I think it was yesterday, that uh, they paid out $1.6 million uh, in a confidential court settlement after Daniel, uh, Daniel Snyder was accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, a lot of the details of that case really aren't available to the public, but you know, I, I think that when we went through what we went through this summer with the sexual allegations against some of the um, other personnel, nothing was directly tied to Snyder, but this kind of implicates implicates him directly in some other shit. So, you know, I, I still would not bet that that's going to have any effect on where he where he's going or or what he is to this team, which his team owner and will likely be in that position until the day he dies. But you know, I mean, this is a, a chink in the armor. It's, this is something that if your dream is to get rid of Dale Snyder, this is a crack. This is something that's possible. This ain't no damn crack. It's ain't possible. Gonna have, These ain't are rich have, old men, Paul. Mm-hmm. Whomst among them is not sexually harassed? That's straight up. That's, <laughs> and that that shit might get us sued. Mm-hmm. Please take me to court and show me that you ain't sexually harassed anybody in your life, mm-hmm. owners. This is the league of fucking Jerry Richardson. Bunch of slime what balls, was, man. What was my man down in the south? The sheriff, Sheriff Bob. His, his son owns a team now. <laughs> These are guys who, I think people forget, the owners in the NBA, they really didn't want to push Donald Sterling out. Because mm-hmm. they thought that meant they could be next. Mm-hmm. In what world is someone who's like 70 years old and rich, white guy, managed to attain all this wealth without doing grimy shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Cliff, I mean, to your point, you did mention Jared Richardson, and he got pushed out for sexual misconduct. It, it was not did they a, push him out. I mean, he did he uh decide to sell on his own reconnaissance? Right? Did, Wasn't he on some I, racist shit too? Though? I thought he was I mean, I'm, I'm, I, 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 again no. rich whites though, so who cares? But once it yeah, when, no, no. when it's sexual misconduct and he was directly implicated in it, it changed the story. Yeah, but I think Jerry Richardson had been thinking about selling the team, mm. right? I think the only thing that is similar is that he had had payments, mm. right? He also had had secret payments. <laughs> but all these rich old men have secret payments, man. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, yeah. like, that's the only way. 
bunch of slime balls, man. <laughs> straight up. All right. Uh, want to talk about Marty Herney? Talk GMs. All right. You gonna do? We gonna talk about Marty Herney? I mean, might as well, man. I, I mean, a lot's happened over the past two days. This well, has been, I mean, a, it's been a crazy. Well, we gotta keep it a buck, though. It's not like Marty. I understand he's been fired, but it's not like he's truly been connected to us. Obviously, he's he, you know, he was in well, Carolina, but that's not true. Did I mean, you hear it? Jason Lockenford. I mean, Jason wait, Lockenford. I mean, I ain't been on Twitter today. What Lockenford said? This is actually yesterday. Lockenford said, uh, let me, let me pull up the tweet. Is this Lockenford said, God, I didn't hear this. Oh my God. Right. And and I know we like to shit on Jason Lockenford for being wrong all the time, but it, <laughs> he was right about Trent Williams. So as far as it goes with, Jason Lockenbor at this point, if he tweets it out, okay. I, I'll I'll tend to try to believe. I didn't even know he tweeted he it one out. for his what last fifty. He won for his last fifty out yeah. here. <laughs> All right, Jason Lockenbor said have been persistent rumblings about Panthers and Washington football team having new GMs in 2021, and in particular, longtime Panthers GM Marty Herney ending up back in Washington, where his career began. Strong ties to Ron Rivera. And like Cliff told me last uh, last night in the chat, I didn't even know he would do the council. He's a local boy. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, so, he wrote for like the Washington Star or Times or some shit. They said. Yes. Yeah. He's from here. And, yeah. Uh, His first NFL job was here. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense. It would make sense. I think that a lot of fans here would prefer Kyle Smith to get promoted. Uh, I know Cliff is kind of. Uh, shit on that because every fan here has an obsession that they eventually move on from but i, I haven't i didn't shit on it i'm just saying <laughs> it seems like this is the new fan battle it's the right. new mcveigh thing right like this has become the new oh well we have to keep kyle smith he's the genius nigga we are six and eight <laughs> like like in before like i get what people i get why they like them i get it but there are other gms in this league Mm-hmm. Right, this job is a public job. It's so it, this is not like being the GM in some other places. You are going to be a public figure here. You're going to have to deal with the media, have to answer questions. Kyle can stay here and not be the GM. I think that's the part that I'm a little confused at. By people are talking about it is if well, if we hire yeah. a GM, it means mm-hmm. Kyle is gone. It's like no, mm-hmm. Eric DaCosta stayed in Baltimore for how long? Mm-hmm. That's you true. pay somebody enough, and you give them enough control over what they want to control. He's not going anywhere, right? My only thing about that, about Marty, whatever Marty, what is it, Marty Herney? You said Paul. That's how you say his name. Marty, I don't, yes. don't want to say it wrong. Um, I just don't want it to be a situation where Riverboat's striking up the old band. Like, I understand it's all about trust, and I'm not saying he can't get the job done as far as the GM. I mean, he's been in Carolina for over a decade, so clearly he was able to do something. But I just don't want it to be a situation where. Ron locks in on another Carolina person. That's the only person he looks at. Like Ron mentioned in one of his press conferences, that's going to be a Daniel Snyder decision on who becomes GM. So me personally, and and it's nothing against Herney. I'm just hoping that they interview more than one person and just don't lock in on somebody because it was someone who he worked with in Carolina. But I don't have nothing against Herney, but let's just, let's also think outside of the box and not settle just, you know, just because you know. I hear you guys. I am done questioning this guy. Not doing it anymore. Do what you want, Ron. I hated on Scott Turner the first four weeks of the season. I haven't said a word about that man since. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. You want to go with someone you trust and someone you know? Cool, man. Well, it's oh. funny because, you know, he knows, and not even saying that we should hire Kyle Smith, but he he has a close relationship with Kyle's pops, A.J. Smith. Mm-hmm. 
Very so, true. you know, like, I mean, I don't understand why people are just all of a sudden dismissing, like, Kyle. Like you said, Cliff, like, that doesn't mean Kyle's going to leave just because we hire somebody as GM. They could give Kyle a higher title in regards to the personnel field and let Kyle still run that scouting department with college and free agency and stuff. So right. it wouldn't mean that Kyle's necessarily out the door. And they already did, right? Didn't he? He just got promoted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like senior VP of player personnel or something like that. Yeah. 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 He's, he's vice president. Yeah. I mean, so there you go. People. Like, people are like, well, they're like, we still got him as a scout. <laughs> like, relax, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you with that. Uh, I, mean, I think that people are just uh, worried that if you don't promote him to the top position in that particular department, that he'll leave and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, people should just remember how they were losing their minds over Kevin O'Connell and think, oh, my God, if you let him leave, the offense has no chance of being good. I mean, <laughs> offense, frankly, looks better this year than it did last year. So It's crazy how our fan base overreacts to whether it's coaches, young coaches, or well, we- young Young player personnel, like we mm-hmm. want something with these people. Well, like you they, can't find someone they else, just, you know? we just seem to shift from one thing to another mm-hmm. thing. There was Every year. like over the last few weeks, there has not been something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, why are why haven't we hired Kyle Smith? It's like, yo, we are in the middle of the season. For all they well, know, for all we know, Kyle might be happy in his role that he's in. Right, right. Yeah, out here acting like his agent. Did Kyle tell y'all that he <laughs> was planning on leaving? Eric DaCosta, by the way. So the and obviously this is under Ozzy Smith. So mm-hmm. yes, there is that uh, clear context there. But he got plenty of job offers to leave there. Right? Mm-hmm. He was director of college scouting for five years, then promoted director of player personnel for three years, then the assistant GM for the last six years. He didn't become the GM until Ozzy left. Mm-hmm. He had plenty of chances to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, like, people got also. How old is Marty Hardy? Yeah, I looked at. I saw his picture. Like that brother looking a little elderly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marty Hardy oh, is sixty-five. Sixty-five. Yep. You, you know what's crazy about Kyle Smith? He's our age, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Kyle Which Smith. means you 84. might not be GM ready, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. This is like that's my whole point with this position. We got to remember with this franchise, it's not like we could have a GM. Who never spoke? Mm-hmm. We just had that with the fucking dickhead drunk. I can't. Okay, I can't. <laughs> I mean, actually, let me reach out. I can't, can't call that. Can't call Damn good. Can't <laughs> call that man a drunk. Fucking show up. Probably, probably trying to sue us, knowing his asshole self. <laughs> plus, plus, you know, his brother had the noose on his on his desk. I know how to. Oh yeah. Was. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, that was a story from back in the day. Like his brother had a noose. He used to keep a noose on his desk or like behind him or some shit. Just what? I ain't know that clip. What the fuck? Yeah, his brother, his brother, by the way, governor of Virginia. So <laughs> good old Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> um look, he's 36. It might not be right now that you are ready for this job. He has not really spoken publicly a lot. And Kyle, let's keep it a buck. Kyle, he's we're the only team he's been with as a front office person there. Like, for all we know, he wants to be here. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole fan base is speaking for Kyle Smith and his agent right. on Twitter. Like, right. come on, man. Everybody oh, grilling it. Please. Right. Y'all just talking for this man. This man is this man was a scout mm-hmm. from 2011 to 2016. He became director of college personnel. How can we go from scout to director mm-hmm. of college personnel mm-hmm. then two years, like, you've been a GM. Mm-hmm. After being director of college personnel for three years, 
Would that mm-hmm. e- does that even make sense, people? <laughs> does that even make sense? Like, what have we done that would be, like if we look at his draft history, we can be like, yeah, we like this pick. We don't know who the fuck was picking anybody around here. Right. We know Montez was something he wanted. Great. Mm-hmm. That don't make you the GM and a goddamn team. So people need to chill. I remember one of his interviews, he was like, well, I didn't have to do much when it came to Chase Young. I just had to submit the pick with Coach. That's true. <laughs> right. Like, like, crazy shit like that. How hard is that? Cam Curl? Cam Curl's a great pick. Yeah, but absolutely. We absolutely. just got to remember, it's not just the GM that makes Like, it's not like a GM is just looking at the board and like, yo, we're going to take him. I mm-hmm. scouted all these people myself. Like, it doesn't work that. We know it doesn't work that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, what about Rick Smith? Y'all heard some rumors about Rick Smith? Formerly of the Texans. Well, his name's been floating around our franchise for a while now. Has it fucked up since he got released by the Texans, right? Yeah, because he was leaving with Snyder. Fired from the Texans, I should say. Well, I don't think he actually he did not get fired. fired. He oh, leaves. he didn't get fired. My fault. No, his, wife, his wife was sick. His yeah. wife. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I take that back. Yeah, I mean, he did draft Deshaun Watson, but he also <laughs> traded for and paid Brock Osweiler. So, <laughs> well, did he? Look, I didn't see. That's my thing with some of these things. I don't know who had the final say. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't, sometimes we know, like they might get on on Snyder for this shit, but there are other teams where the owner's like, actually, I want to do X, Y. And we, and we know that these things happen, right? The fucking Eagles owner, he's, he's mad because the offense isn't as good as he wants it to be. No one's like, mind your fucking business, Jeffrey Lurie. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no one's like, well, why is the owner talking about why he wants good offense? Mm-hmm. They people pick and choose when owners are like when people are cool with the owner having to say so on the team he purchased for hundreds of millions. The fuck! If I bought a team for seven hundred million dollars and you tell me I don't have a say so, I'm like, dang, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> like, imagine if I was a team owner and they're like, Cliff, why do you get to say who the quarterback is? What? I'd be like, would you say, matter of fact, everybody come meet me in the lobby real quick. <laughs> matter of fact, <laughs> leave, your, leave your keys on your desktop. <laughs> You're not going to need your key card. All right. You can just leave that shit there. We'll, we'll wipe that shit clean when, whenever the next person comes in. But I'll be goddamn if I own a team. I spent all this money. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, spo- I'm supposed to mind my business. This is my fucking business. As you say that. <laughs> But we want we want Dan to stay as far away from the team as possible. So. Not nah, because you embarrass his place. <laughs> like you, like you took an established, prestigious franchise. You sure did, mm-hmm. and you have run it into the ground. Hundred percent. We are not the Browns. We are not the Lions. Mm-hmm. We we had success right before you got here. Mm-hmm. We've had success every decade till you showed up. You showed up, started playing Magnus shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, last thing. Let's talk about the TMZ report that came out today. Y'all saw that TMZ report with the name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for, you, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, uh, TMZ reported today that Daniel Snyder is down to several options on the team name, which – Still might not be in effect until 2022, by the way. I, I think that Jason uh, Jason Wright said that Washington football team might be the name next year anyway. But uh, pretty much what was said is that he's down to two names, but one of the variations of the one choice is either sticking with football team or changing it to football club. FC. FC. 
Listen, I, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Washington FC sounds fucking sick as shit. Money holds on that joint. It it really, really does. It has it rolls off your tongue so much nicer than Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're not gonna replace the former team name and you want to name the team after the region, after the city, oh, I sure. think I think that's a that's a nice unique wrinkle that football teams don't do in the in the country, in this country. It also looks better. Thank you, Cliff. WFC looks better WTF. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. WFT. It like it mm-hmm. looks better on a shirt, looks better on a hat. Mm-hmm. There's I so much they can do with that. I tell you okay. this much: what the fuck you mean? You might still go with this name next year. You all need to pick a name and end this shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear like no. Sh- I'm not even like this needs to stop. I'm tired of hearing rumors about what you might choose. Do not come into next season talking about well, we're still trying to figure it out. What? <laughs> some, I mean, I don't even. I honestly feel like it's probably down to those two names. Either they're going to keep it as Washington Football Team, or it's going to be Washington Football Club. Like, I mean, we know Snyder said he would never change the name, put that shit in caps, and the fact that he had to remove that name, I think in his mind he's like, I don't want another nickname. So they could just be the Football Club of Washington or the Washington Region area, like the football team. And I'm actually okay with that, man, because again. They can do so much with that as far as the designs and the logos. Like, I don't need no animal nickname or whatever it wants to be. I mean, if they do do that, I'm cool with it. i just be glad when this shit is over with because, right. again, I'm tired of talking about fucking names. I want my team to win. Right. That's it, like, period. Like, just pick a name. Right. Move on. Stop making this talking point. Snyder, you're not fooling me, by the way. You changed that team name so you could keep this team. Okay? Because you knew all this fuckery that was going to come out about you. That's why, that's why you changed the name. Scrambling at his desk. I'm like, God damn, I gotta change something. That's why you changed the name. Uh huh. Because you knew. You knew. Your scumbag ass had plenty of shit coming out. Yeah. Gosh, I cannot stand that guy. Well, what'd you think about FC though? You all for it, man? Because I'm rocking with it. I would take it. There's two reasons why I rock with Washington FC. One, I'm a big fan of naming the team after the region. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, when you, you hear that they're changing the name, they're eliminating the uh, the previous name, you're like, okay, is it going to be Wolves and Warriors? Is it going to mm-hmm. be the Sentinels? Is it going to be the, the Fighting George Washingtons? I don't know what the fuck is The gonna Monuments. Be. <laughs> yeah, we, we heard a lot. God. We heard a lot of wild yeah, shit. Yeah, Cliff, that was a name that was wild shit. <laughs> yeah. but, but if you name it after just the region, it, we're just naming the team after the loyal fans and and a history of this city that has as rich in football we're just naming it washington fc i think that's honestly like a classy move it mm-hmm. allows you to keep most of the elements with the former team without changing too much was when you change to the wolves like it changes things a lot right now things have changed a little bit you know if mm-hmm. I, I can get used to not calling them the redskins you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Washington FC, it, you know, it's it's kind of like it's the Redskins' cousin almost. It's, it's right mm-hmm. there. It's the, it's the next best thing. You don't have to change the uniforms minus the logo, obviously. By the way, <laughs> the uniforms have been dope. Uh, the mm-hmm. white on white has been great. I like the burgundy on burgundy. I know some folks disagree with that. Oh, you came around? I thought you wasn't fucking with the burgundy on burgundy. No, that was me. Oh, okay. My fault, Cliff. That was you. <laughs> yeah. No, Paul wanted to okay. that last week. Right. He envisioned it. And hot take, hot take. I'm gonna make a hot take right now. I wouldn't mind seeing the mustard on mustard. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and give you a hot take. We're gonna see that next year on Thanksgiving when we play Dallas. Wearing, we are not wearing no goddamn color rush. <laughs> All right. hey, Clip, do every, Clip, you said it though. Do everything that Bruce did not want to do. 
Right. And we had we had the mustard color us jerseys. Bruce stupid ass was like, oh hell no, we ain't doing it. So right. Bruce, Bruce O'Ass did say that. Well, we can't be out here wearing mustard on mustard. <laughs> it's ugly. I'm sorry, it's ugly. But here's my thing. And I'll, then I'll get to my second point. I feel like the, the uniforms before with, you know, the stripes on the helmet, the stripes on the pants, the logo is a lot, was a lot, you know. Now the uniform is so simple that if you went mustard on mustard, it's not just like looking at a Picasso painting. It's not like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck am I actually looking at here? Yeah, you no, know? you're right. Mm-hmm. And now right. it's not as busy. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. now it makes having a yellow on yellow uniform more palatable. I can deal with this. And get prepared for that gold uh, W to be on the side of the helmet next year. That's my guess. Because I, you notice they've been pushing that uh, that gold W in a lot of ads. Mm-hmm. And you've been seeing it on a lot of different websites. So I got a feeling that's, what, that's what's in the works behind behind closed doors. So and I'm okay with that gold W. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I honestly think they might do, they might keep the, uh, number on one side of the helmet and then do a logo on the other side. Oh, that'd be smooth. I ain't thinking that, bro. There's some teams that do that in college, you know, and Mm -hmm. obviously the the Chargers do the numbers on the helmets in the NFL. This is the first year Mm -hmm. doing it. Honestly, I don't think that would be a bad move, but I was thinking maybe the circular logo, the, the, uh, not, what is it? The, uh, it's the W in the yellow circle and it says Washington football team on the the ring on the outside of it. Mm -hmm. The secondary logo, the one they're using, not just the W. That Mm -hmm. on one side of the helmet with number on the other side would Honestly, I might be sold on that. It's not that bad. Indeed. Yeah. But the other point I wanted to make was um, I, I mentioned that I really like the fact that the naming after the region. And, well, I guess I, I guess I made my other point with the, with the uniforms. I like the uniforms. <laughs> no, the other point was the uniforms are so slick now. I don't want them to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I don't all for that FC Washington, man. I think you could do so much with that. As far as, obviously, the nickname – home of the Burgundy and Gold, the Burgundy and Gold. Like, I always call them the Burgundy and Gold anyway, or hail to the Burgundy and Gold. So you don't truly need a nickname. They are the Burgundy and Gold of Washington, D.C. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that FC, I, I think that would be smooth, man. I mean, Cliff, you the soccer fan. You you cool with it? Look, man, I just look, call it whatever you want. I've been saying this <laughs> since they changed. Like, we cannot drag this on any longer. No, nah, I feel you. When the season ends, you need to announce a name and let's move forward. Mm-hmm. I, I do not want to hear any more rumors of what you're thinking about calling it. Pick I'll a name, move on. I don't yep. care if you call it blue dog shit like my man said an American gangster. We yeah. don't <laughs> care. Okay? Call it whatever you want. You got the racist name out of there. Now you're going to keep making the name a thing. Right mm-hmm. when I watch the games, the way these people say the team name is so condescending. Mm-hmm. All the time. Well, the Washington football. Why can't you just call us Washington, man? Why? What's first so down hard the about football this? team? The football yeah. team just got a first down. Like come you'll on, be like, you're right. You'll be like Dallas at the forty-five yard line. Why do you have to say the football? It's like, why are you doing this? This is partly our fault. So Give now we can pick a name. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just need to like pick a name, move on, and end this convert. Like the conversation needs to end. Straight I think on. the good thing is, like you said about the jerseys, Paul, and I always say this about NFL jerseys: the simpler your jersey is, the better it looks. Absolutely, the cleanest jerseys are the simple ones, not the ones like the fucking Falcons got with sixty-five stripes, different fonts everywhere. Like, what are you wearing? Fucking PS5 jerseys and shit. Right. Look like a look like some PS5 created jerseys. Like right. that's not the look. You gotta look clean out there. Who the best jerseys in the league, y'all? Best in the league? Niners. I'm glad. 
Louis 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 yep. And you, I know you noticed that Miami brought their throwbacks back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love, I love the, the white. Niners, I love the Niners white Packers jersey. Oh yeah. Oh. Mhm. Mhm. Crisp. Saint. That Saints all white is clean too, though. Mm. Yeah. This is gonna be a hot take, but speaking on just simple uniforms that I fuck with, the Colts. I fuck with the Colts joints. Like I always fuck with the Colts colors. Always. It's not in my top five or top ten, but just like when they wear their white on white on the road or the white on blue at home, it's that joint's crisp. That joint's very mm-hmm. crisp. Straight up. Look, my eyes wanted to bleed on Sunday watching Jets versus Rams. I was like, these are the most ugly ass you like <laughs> I've been ever seen in my damn life, dog. I know you was over there cooling on them. <laughs> no, first off, you wore the, the, the bright sunny yellow pants with the white tops. I'm like, that's ugly as fuck. And I've never been a fan of the Jets joints. Like, I, I just, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know why. I'm just not a fan. Well, yeah, I, I think it's the green. The green's ugly. The Jets, mm-hmm. the Jets need to, not the Jets, the Rams need to wear. They're old jerseys. Just it's so simple. The cliff, like all they had to do is wear the old jerseys. Why you got a new stadium? Wear why your old doesn't jerseys? your helmet match your jerseys? How it's hard fucking, is this? Why is your jersey off white? <laughs> why does the, why do the numbers on the jersey look like ice cream cake? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. And listen, I, I, I'm too old to be making dick jokes, but you know their secondary logo, the, the Ram head. The Ram mm-hmm. looks like a looks like a penis. That's I mean, where Dickerson said. You ever heard Dickerson said that shit? <laughs> like he's like, I think it looks like a penis. I, like, I, I forgot just, about that. Yeah, yeah. Dickerson was pissed. <laughs> he was so disgusted. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm more pissed because they ruined something that was gorgeous. That's Classic. Why, that's why I was so happy when the Browns brought their joints back because mm-hmm. they went from one of the cleanest looks in the NFL to Fubu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to these joints. No, the Browns joints are really fucking clean. And you know what? They still sprinkle in that the all orange and brown. Yeah. Yep. Once in a while. That's great. But the joints with the numbers down the side and it had the, the Browns in script down the side of the pants looking like fucking. No, that, that, that joint looked like some old DKNY shit from the 90s. I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? Donna Karen dog. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, oh, 90s and early 2000s fashion. We're gonna have a pod about that there, one, dog. <laughs> niggas had the big niggas had so much denim on, dog. God damn. Oh, oh man. I saw I saw a picture of me from the winter of 2005. It was right before. No, it was the it was January 2005. So I was home from college for winter break, and I'm down by the monuments, like just uh, um, with this girl I've seen at the time, and I'm wearing like some jeans that are at least like 4x. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing some Tims, and I'm wearing a one. The, remember the North Face coat with the fur on on the collar? Uh-huh. That Jones 4x too. I'm like nigga, what are you hiding under that coat? Niggas, it's comfy out here, dog. <laughs> Niggas, oh my, it's comfy out here. What? Your Tim's, go ahead. Old times, you probably couldn't. Your Tim's probably like low tops. Probably the big ass <laughs> jeans on. The jeans are looking like wear, dog. Up your freeway and shit. <laughs> I was out there looking like Petey Crack. <laughs> oh, every time I see pictures of 2005, 2006 era fashion, even like 2009, when I, dog, in 2009, I was out there with the fresh Coogee button down, the fresh Coogee polos, and I thought I was killing it. I looked at that 10 years ago, that joke did not age well. <laughs> Niggas took Coogee again for like one summer. I blew stacks on Coogee polos. Like, why? Why did you do that? 
<laughs> Big ass polos, man. Oh man. Hey, y'all put tears in my eyes there, man. <laughs> oh, what a swagless era for clothing. Swag. Oh, man, we were swagged out. What you talking about? <laughs> that, the that 8X, 8X Mitchell and Ness on. Yo, everybody's tees was down there like they knees. Down their knees. You couldn't get shit out your pockets and pick up your big ass garment up to fucking. <laughs> no, motherfucker used to have the, the next delt chirp or the. the yep. Yep. Sidekick. The sidekick. On the clip on your hip at all times. Like, oh my God. Phone clips on their and please make sure your speaker was off on your next tail because you didn't want one of your buddies right. calling like, hey, motherfucker, what the fuck Some wild shit. Just saying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I, know, we're going, I know we're going on tangent right good. now, but also while we're talking about wild shit from that era, ringtones was no, – niggas used to pay $5 for ringtones and used to, like, spend hours recording their, their voicemail message. Like, uh-huh. and, and yeah. Hey, this Paul. I'm not here. Call me back. Nigga, people had their phone ring on. Like, <laughs> like, think about where we're at now. People uh-huh. don't even have their phone ring on now. Uh-huh. Right. I had that joint on full blast, volume 100. So somebody call me, you, and you hear this, Lil Wayne Fireman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fireman. The, the, the fireman. This is the end of my senior in college, right? And I'm, oh, I'm in class, I'm in my capstone class. There's only like five people or 10 people in the class, right? And Corey called me because Corey is the old person that had the ringtone. It was the it was the Santana Jewels and and Cam, and, uh, Cam joined Killer Killer Mo Killer Killer for Killer Killer. I'm like, Paul, you put your phone on silent when niggas calling you in the middle of class with that ringtone, frick. Hey, I forgot about the ringtones though. Damn. Man. Oh. You used to know when niggas girls was calling. Yeah, Cliff. <laughs> be like, hey ma, what's up? <laughs> 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 oh shit! Now, Paul, don't cut that out. That's good content, dog. That is fucking hilarious. Now, nah, this is all this is staying in, dog. I got Even- tears in my eyes, yo. Let me get it together. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny as shit. Cook, fucking- did you ever have a next tail? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> get the chirp on there. Oh my god, dog. That you chirp- see you in school. Is- know you were in class <laughs> and chirp you because they knew you. About- <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I see your bitch ass over there, nigga. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. No, no. Sorry, I, I have to speak on this because it's every time I see this on the, on the Twitter timeline, it's hilarious. Y'all remember the video with Nelly and, and Kelly Rowland? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. Of course. And, and she texted Nelly on the fucking sidekick, but she's uh-huh. texting him with. Microsoft Excel, like, what the fuck is right. this? <laughs> and that shit was hot. That shit was hot. Dog, they got Excel on there. <laughs> you gave a little kid that phone right now. Like, what the fuck hey. is this archaic yeah. shit? Oh, oh my God. They would have, over here, yeah. They would have no idea. Like, uh, I feel like oh if, if I gave my 14-year-old nephew right now a phone from, like, if I gave him a Blackberry oh. from 10 years ago, <laughs> look, look at this joint like he's looking Bro, at what the fuck is this shit? Right. <laughs> the fuck? What is this primitive piece of bullshit you brought to me, Uncle Paul? Right. Oh, give that nigga a CD and ask him to go play. Like, <laughs> right. Give that nigga a CD right now. I'll be like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, what this Uncle Paul? <laughs> give this nigga a CD. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. 
I went to my parents' house not too long ago to help them clean out their basement and shit. Because I got a lot of like old shit of mine from my childhood that I had to dump. And they're like, oh, take all these VHSs. I'm like, nigga, I don't want a fucking uh, uh, Little Mermaid VHS from 1986. Throw that shit away. What am I going to do with it? Like, what are you going to do with this, dog? Like, what the fuck am I going to do with this shit? Yeah. <laughs> right. You, th- you thought I want a VH. The only VHSs I want are like my high school graduation and some other shit that can't that I can't just find online. Right. I can, right. I can watch Little Mermaid on, on Disney Plus, nigga. Let's not forget. <laughs> Dude, that should be a TV show. We like if you gave someone a cassette tape right now, you oh told them gosh. they have two hours to find somewhere to play that tape. Right. What the fuck they going to <laughs> give that nigga a VHS of the Lion King right now? <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? Hey man, that's too funny, bro. No, this, this, oh. All right, let's talk Seahawks, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm y'all talking. Somebody just hit me on Twitter on um, somebody posted today about Dwayne, and somebody said someone Venmo cinnamon at Stadium Club fifty bucks for the snaps. I'm like, what? What? Wait, wait, wait. Somebody just added me, and he says the, the comment says someone Venmo cinnamon. The name is cinnamon. Somebody Venmo cinnamon at Stadium Club fifty bucks for the snap. Oh, so there's more? Uh, maybe. Just oh, more. Bitch, or, or maybe, take one picture. Or maybe Cinnamon is the person that that uh, leaked in the first place. But Cliff, you know, when I say that, it's because imagine if there's pictures and there's like hundreds of people in there. Like that one little picture, obviously that's bad, but it's only a couple people. But if you get a picture and you see a view of like ass titties and random niggas everywhere, like boy. No, I still can't get over the fact that this mm. nigga had them all in seven t-shirts. Like you are just, What? Paul, when I saw that, I thought about Martin. I was like, that is the dumbest shit, <laughs> education. Right. Because now the first you can't. First shit I thought of, bro. Because now you can't even, like, play it off like, man, we went out to celebrate the game or, or whatever. Not celebrate. But we went out mm-hmm. to the game for dinners. One thing led to another. We went up in a strippy. That happens. Nigga, you mm-hmm. you had these joints on scholarship. Ready to roll from day one. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Nope. Mm-hmm. You, this is a planned event, nigga. <laughs> I can't believe this nigga, man. Seriously, I really can't. Anyway, let's get to Seahawks. Though. Let's get to the Seahawks. Hmm. Um, let, let's not spend much time on this. Let's just Panthers yeah. talk is more important. Uh, all right, so uh, let's talk about Haskins first. Uh, Haskins on Sunday started out slow, typical for any quarterback that's been in this offense this year. Uh, I don't think any quarterback has really had a lot first half success. Uh, the two interceptions were killer. Uh, anybody knows that uh, the first one was a duck out of his hands. I don't even know who he was trying to throw the ball to. I, I feel like maybe he was trying to throw it to Isaiah Wright, but Cam Sims is the one. Or yeah, Cam Sims was it? The guy his hands on it at first. No, Isaiah was the one that got his hands on it. Cam was the one, but he was behind Isaiah. Okay, that okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was intended for Cam Sims. The second one was maybe one of the worst picks I've seen from any quarterback all year. It was. He, he was feeling himself too much, just complete that long pass to Terry McLaurin for the big game. And then he's trying to make a play. I I, I appreciate you trying to make a play, but you can't make that throw ever. But that being said, you know, he brought us back, led two scoring drives in the fourth quarter, was well on his way to a third touching drive until back-to-back sacks, you know, forced a fourth and 24. And at that point, it was just a lob to the end zone. But, you know, I'm curious about what you guys think. How do you think he played? I mean, I'll be honest, for the first – Two and a half quarters, I was like, this motherfucker ain't it. 
And then I see him for half of the third after that pick in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, like we mentioned earlier, I think pretty sure Chris said it. Like, I actually felt good about him after the game because I thought I actually saw him grow during the game. Like, he wasn't moving around in the first half. I mean, I mean, obviously, we don't know the play calls that Scott was calling. And obviously, the receivers weren't helping him. But what he gave me in the second half, I was like, damn, like, this brother, okay, he's recognizing coverages. He's seeing there's no LBs out there. There's space for him to run. Like, he's picking up first downs. He's making smart decisions. Like, he was hitting open receivers. He found a little rhythm with McLaurin. Like, I was like, damn, like, okay, Haskins, I'm actually feeling where you're at. Like, I understand we lost the game, but like Cliff mentioned earlier, if it was a situation where if we got to the Panthers game and Alex couldn't play, like, I actually felt good about Dwayne going in and starting next week. But, I mean, I don't want to bring up the stripper shit again, but clearly that might have an an impact on this situation as far as starting next week. But, I mean, to be honest, I actually felt good about where he was at. And in that fourth quarter, I thought, I mean, I'm not trying to say he was fucking Pat Mahomes, but, I mean, the, the kid was balling in that fourth quarter. Yeah, he was he was scrambling, like picking up first downs with his legs, getting the ball out quick. Early in the game, everybody on offense was struggling, right? Oh. Guys were not coming up with catches. There were some times where guys could have come up with a catch. It would have been big for him. Um, uh-huh. Before I had one, we had a that back shoulder, that back shoulder yeah. pass, man. Back shoulder. I think Steve Sims dropped the ball as per you once his, his one per week drop. Um, mm-hmm. Logan, Thomas, Logan Thomas was about all we had first half. Yeah, Robert Foster's drop two was big. Yeah, yeah he dropped another one. Listen, you're you can't be active on something. Yeah, because I'm not really sure what you bring to the table out here. What's with uh, AGG, man? Because we need another receiver, and it can't be you, man. For well, real. This, this this must be the, this has got to be the third week he's been practicing, right? Because yeah, they got to make a decision on him as far as his roster spot. Uh huh. I mean, you can't tell me that AGG can't help you more right now than Robert Foster. All he do mm-hmm. is drop passes. Mm-hmm. What you want that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Logan Thomas, man, he had a 13 catches. Uh, clearly, that's a career high for him. I mean, I think that was close to his production last year in Detroit just in one game. Like, he's really developed into something, man. He's – I don't want to say he's some elite tight end, but he's definitely serviceable and maybe even, like, on one of his best days, like, very good. Like, he catches the ball. He's physical. There's several times on Sunday I was watching a game where he's got the ball and he's rolling downhill and people don't want to hit him. Like, he's physical after the catch. Not gonna shake anybody. It's not gonna make anybody miss or break with anybody. But he gonna, he gonna get said that tough part. yards. He gonna get the tough I, yards though. I, I know personally, I've been killing him because I know he has no wiggle. I mean, he ain't getting really no yak. But I gotta give a big ups to Logan Thomas because out of everybody on that offense, that brother came to play from the opening snap to have 13 catches, 101 yards. Like he's always fighting for that third and seven, third and eight. Like he came through for the young quarterback, unlike the other receivers in the first half. So I'm not gonna stamp him saying he's a future. He's our future tight end one, but he's definitely somebody that I can see, you know, being a part of this offense for a couple of years. Yeah. I right. think, look, Haskins late in that drive, because basically what happens is, and it was kind of similar to the Philly game, right? His mm-hmm. started. Good point. He, yep. He relaxed, got comfortable. The dude plays tight, man. Mm-hmm. But this is like, it is what it is. Like at this point, it is very clear. This guy plays tight as fuck. He's nervous as shit when he goes out there. He's mm-hmm. not comfortable. It's been clear every start with him. He rarely starts the game well. He's inaccurate as shit early in games. Late in the game, really what failed us was the Moses injury. Sharp gets, yeah. killed. Sharp gets killed on that um, third, the, um, the third down sack. 
sorry, the second down sack, and then the second down. But the truth is, I sort of looked at it where I was like, man, you know what? Dwayne, if you have to start next Sunday, I feel like we we can beat Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's how I felt when the game ended. Yep. And if we're being honest, the coaches probably actually felt good. Obviously, you know, Ron's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be happy about them turnovers because obviously he mentioned, obviously those were poor decisions, but even Ron mentioned he was trying to make a play, but you got to make better decisions. But the way he performed in that fourth quarter, there's no way you can't tell me the coaches weren't encouraged by that performance. Like, I truly felt g- good about Dwayne when we exited that game. And y'all know me, I'm always negative when we take a L, but I mean, he performed well. He got us back in the game. I mean, if it wasn't for Hopkins' stupid ass fucking us up, we we probably would have been in overtime and who knows what happens. But I mean, I got to give the kid a shout out for the way he performed in that second half. Like, I, I was actually proud of the way that Dwayne performed. So if I was to uh, give him a great fall, maybe I would say maybe B minus B. I wouldn't give him an A, but I would say he, he was around a B. I, I can't give you an, an A just based off the strength of those two interceptions because they were they were very bad and they're very untimely. And then points yeah. off the board. Took points mm-hmm. off the- right, both of them in, in plus territory. You're driving for scores. I mean, we'll get to Dustin Hopkins in a little bit, but if any of those uh, interceptions are just field goal attempts, you know, the end of that game looks way different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Assuming, even if he just makes one of the two, because you lost by five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you might as well go right into Hopkins. I mean, you can cut out what I just said, but I'm I'll, I'm ready to talk about Hopkins. I don't know yeah. how y'all feel. Right. Uh, it's hard to do the whole thing where it's like, okay, well, he makes the extra point. That means we're going kicking a field goal down the stretch because, you know, things change after, you know, missed field goals and this and that. So you, you never know. But it, it does seem like I can't trust you moving forward. Like, he banged a couple of good field goals these past couple weeks on his winning streak. He wasn't as inconsistent you know honestly like I, I've been learning to just deal with Hopkins moving forward just for the rest of the season and then kind of address it moving forward but if we're really going to be in this playoff race I can't have a kicker out there that's just keeping points off the board man like I I know that everything has pointed to the fact that they're not going to replace him until the offseason if at all I, I just don't feel comfortable with him going into the playoffs push because you can't afford to miss either of these next two games I mean maybe you could afford to like miss it in like the Fill a game if you clinch next week, but then what happens when you have Seattle or LA in your house uh, first weekend of January and, and it's coming down to a long field goal for the win and you have a field goal kicker that has missed a field goal. I think I read he's missed a field goal or extra point in like 11 of 14 games. Nope, I was about to give it to you. In nine of 14 games, he's either missed an extra point or a field goal this year. Nine of 14 games. That's pathetic. Can't That's unacceptable. It. That's pathetic. You're, you're, an, you're an NFL kicker, my, my man. Like, it, you can't have that. Again, we spoke on this on several pods before this one. Like, for a team that struggles to score, you can't have a kicker that does that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Hopkins is the reason why we've lost several games or he put us in that situation. But if we keep it at a buck, you make that extra point, chances are on that final drive, we're going down to kick a field goal to tie the game up. We don't get in a situation where we take those two sacks. We probably run the ball when we go see what we can do with Russ in overtime. I mean... We probably win the game for real. I mean, you're right, Cliff. It's just like you... At some point, and Paul, you kind of said it, like, I know they're not going to change kickers this year with the COVID situation, but there's no way in hell we going into 2021 with just Dustin Hopkins. There has to be competition at training camp. You cannot go into another season just counting on this guy. Over the last four, several years, he's cost us kicks. I can, or cost us points, cost us games. 
I can even take it back to the London game versus the Bengals when he missed the fucking kick in overtime. Oh, yeah, I know y'all was, remember that. Yo, that was like, the first. That was the first fumble of bag that he had. I think like, he, was, come on. he was relatively new then too. And I was like, oh, you, you just missing chippies in overtime. All right. Now I was just gonna say my last point was it just seems like that coaches have been a fan of him because you know his kickoffs and you don't allow kick returns. But motherfucker, if you can't make a kick or an extra point, I can't rock with you. I'd rather just let Tress kick off and we see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but you know all what? that kickoff shit is for the birds. I think the only reason, I think the main reason he's still here is because this was of the COVID year. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't just have kickers coming in for tryouts. Yeah. I think that played a major part. Wasn't he injured? Mm-hmm. And right. we brought it. There's a kicker on the practice squad. I forget. But then he still ended up kicking that week. Like he didn't even miss that week, right? We thought he was gonna miss a week. I can't remember what week that was. Mm-hmm. So look, kicks are missed. You can miss all the kicks you want in Kansas City, scoring fucking 500 points. Mm-hmm. Their kicker hasn't been that great this year. You don't. You wouldn't know it because it nope. doesn't matter. Yeah. When it's Dwayne, when Dwayne's out here, we need all the kicks we can get. That's straight up. Yeah, straight like that. Like I said, guys, it's I, I know that they can't replace somebody on on short notice. Uh at this point, like he's gonna be here for at least the rest of the season. Um I would just hate it. I would just really, really hate it if it was one of these games where we had the win or we're in a playoff game and mm-hmm. you can hang on Hopkins to boot a 55 yarder in the middle of January. It might the weather might be a factor. Like I, there's some kickers that I trust to bang that, and I'm not saying every kicker needs to be Justin Tucker, but you are unreliable. For the most Paul, part. not even in that scenario. Not to cut you off, but not even a 55 yarder. You're just asking him to make a fucking extra point. Right, right. So imagine as a scenario where let's just say we're driving for a win, and we have the ball at like the 40 yard line, and instead of attempting a field goal, you have to throw a hail mary to win the game because the kicker mm-hmm. sucks. Mhm. Mhm. All right. What else? What else? Get your shit together, Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, McLaurin had another day. I mean, he he had the drop, but seven for seventy-seven. I think he went over a thousand. He went over a thousand last week or this week? Last week. He went over a thousand last week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the offense, for the most part, until the very end, was pretty stagnant. I mean, J.D. McKissick had his typical day. He it was it wasn't as effective running the ball as he's been. Uh, 13 51, 3.9 uh, per touch. I thought he had some good carries, though. He had some good carries, but he wasn't nearly as productive. I mean, last week he was averaging six per touch. This week he averaged less than four, you know? Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's not much on the offensive risk to speak about because offense, I feel like, was just so quiet until the very end when Dwayne started settling in and it was just, okay, we're in Goldman. We're throwing the ball, we're going tempo. Uh, Another, we, we've been talking about this forever on this podcast. When are they going to go to Temple with Dwayne and stay in Temple with Dwayne? At least if he's going to fuck up, fuck up fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Cliff, you pointed that out a long time ago. He seems That's what he seems to be most comfortable in, is whether it's hurry up two-minute drill, up tempo, because obviously that's what he did at Ohio State. Like, right. why not just do what fits his skill set? You know what I mean? You know why? Because he's better, trust better in the spread. I hear you on that. They can't be trusted, man. They don't do what he want. They want him to do because they don't want him to be here. And when he does shit like he did, it explains why. Uh, let's talk about the defense real quick. Uh, run defense first. I know this is a recurring theme that we've had on this podcast before. The run defense hasn't been great. Uh, 
They've been run on by the Giants. They were run on by the Rams. They were run on by uh, the 49ers before they couldn't throw, before they were in a position where they had to start throwing the ball because they were down. Uh, the Seahawks went for 181 on them. I know that a lot of that is uh, the, uh, Russell Wilson scrambled for 50 yards in the 50 yard Carlos Hyde, but I mean, you can't take those plays out. You have 181. That's, that's just the fact of the matter. Uh, you know, I Cliff said this in a private chat the other day that you, you really missed the linebackers mm-hmm. last Sunday, especially on that Carlos Hyde run. I know that Montez Sweat was out of position because he kind of read maybe a read option. He wasn't filling his gap, but you see Kaliki Hudson get blocked. You see a Bostic on his back. They were nowhere to be found. It didn't help that Reeves slipped down that play and pretty much made a walking touchdown. But, you know, the run defense has some problems, man. And I feel like if a smart offensive coordinator figured out a way to keep us off balance but kept running the ball on us, that, that it, it could be a long afternoon for us in any of these games moving forward. Panthers run the ball well. Philly can run the ball with Jalen Hurts. And who knows who we're going to see in the playoffs if we make it. Um, I mean, I got to be honest. Oh, go ahead, Philip. Yeah, go ahead. I, I am – look, I think – we made it pretty hard on them. All right. We had a couple slips that led to big runs. Mm-hmm. And that's not an excuse, mm-hmm. right? Like that, you can't be out here slipping. I remember high school coach used to be like, you can't slip. They're not slipping. What the fuck kind of excuse? Like straight up, like <laughs> we are slipping. They aren't. How is that an excuse? Right. So uh-huh. we had the slip on the Carlos Hyde run. We had the slip on the big Russell Wilson run. They kind of uh-huh. got caught on some contained stuff. Yeah, but my thing overall is they didn't look good on offense at all. They look kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Like that, like when I saw the way they approached us, that was a level of respect that you give a top defense. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying to hold on to that ball, ball like they were trying to get the ball out quick, which has not really been the way they played this year. Mm-hmm. Right? They had a couple big runs. Carl's really the crushing the crushing thing was the interception by Dwayne and the goal 96 yards, right? Or whatever yardage that was. And then mm-hmm. for them to for them to have that big run right to start the half is tough, man. Devastating. Yeah. But Russell Wilson, 18 to 27 for 121, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like very much contained. Right. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett combined for less than 80 yards combined. That's wild. That is- so I was gonna say, man, I I just to follow up on that, I just kind of felt like I feel like that was our game plan. Like, okay, we're gonna keep not only we're gonna keep everything in front of us, obviously, we understand you probably gonna run the ball on us, but we're gonna take away this, you know, your passing game because Lord knows they love going up top to DK and Tyler Lockett, and we control that shit. Um, I mean, obviously you just can't have the slip-ups where we had the, the hide run and the the rough scrambles, but I mean, we were, it was a give and take, like not mm-hmm. to say Ben don't break, but I mean, outside of a couple of gashes here and there, I mean, obviously that's a big part of the game, but I thought we actually played Seattle's office a lot better than I thought we would, because at one point I feel like in the third quarter, Russ only had like 50 yards or 60 yards passing. And I was like, yeah, that's incredible. You know, right. to continue that passing game, because that passing attack is real deal. And we right, all light up everybody else. Exactly. Metcalf, so. Metcalf and Lockett. 13 mm-hmm. targets, nine receptions, yeah, 77 man. yards, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you've done a good job containing them. Really, God that, damn right. That fucking hide run was crushing, man. It fucked us up. It killed us right out the gate. You, you all, maybe you even hold them to a field goal on that drive. Mm-hmm. And things look a little different, but mm-hmm. I tell you this, and I told y'all this in the chat. I wouldn't mind seeing those motherfuckers again. Like, 
Oh, I'm with you on that. In a couple weeks. I wouldn't mind that matchup. I'm going to speak on that again once we, if we get there. <laughs> out of all the matchups. I'm with you, Cliff. Out of all mm-hmm. the matchups, they're the one where I'm like, you know what? I kind of like some of the matchups we have here. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Especially after seeing the way that we defended them. Like, yeah, we can actually bang with y'all on some real shit. If we don't do those stupid turnovers where we turn the ball as we're driving. But to defend right. them like that, to contain DK like that, and to keep locking and contain like that, where they only, like you said, they had nine catches. Under under eighty yards, like I mean, that's that's a damn good day for your defense. You going, you're not going to be able to contain everything, especially when it has a high power offense like that. So, I mean, I understand Carson got us, Hyde got us on a couple of carries, but I thought the defense honestly played well, man. They kept yeah. us in the game, right? I, they made a comment on the broadcast. I think it was John and Vilma said that they're playing a lot of too high safety. So Cameron uh, Cam Curl wasn't in his usual in the box playmaker mm-hmm. sort of position they were like we're going to give you a chance to run the ball on us but you're not getting any deep shots with Lockett or Metcalf and that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a smart as a smart scheme you don't want mm-hmm. to give any quick strike scores to Russell Wilson because he he's probably the best deep ball thrower in the NFL you know I mean especially that deep ball he threw down the sideline and got called back oh my god oh yeah no that was that pass. was like but like I was saying like I feel like they, they were like pick your poison you're either going to beat us by the pass you're going to beat us by the run you know they mm-hmm. gave up some some uh chances on the run game because their safeties were 15, 20 yards off the ball, just trying their best not to give any quick strikes. But like you said, I think the linebackers not being there kind of had a, a significant impact. Thomas Davis has no business on a field anymore. I mean, I love you, OG, but you, you're not it right now. Khalid yeah. Hudson, he did well for his first start, but he was getting muscled by some of the bigger offensive linemen, especially down by the goal line. Um that's, I mean, that was his first real, you know. Right. It's, it's it's fine. I mean, the fact of the matter is that he is a undersized hybrid safety linebacker, mm-hmm. you know, and you mm-hmm. shouldn't be playing 60 snaps or whatever right. at middle linebacker because that's, that's, that's a formula to get gashed on the ground. You know, if we see them again and we are at full strength or close to full strength, you know, it might be a different situation. You get Holcomb back, you get KPL back, you get these guys who are liabilities in the run when you don't have any safety help. You know, maybe they hold up a little bit better. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straight I'm up. Say, I'm going to say it right now. We see y'all again. We beating y'all. Huh? We owe them a couple, man. They done beat us in the playoffs three three straight times we've seen them. 2012, 2007, and 05. I still uh, see Griff's leg one way and his body the other. I still have that image in my mind. Sorry. Thought I'd yeah. say that. Yeah. If we, if we have Alex out there uh, and Gibson – Back, mm-hmm. we see them again mm-hmm. flying over here. In my- mm-hmm. Anyways, we gotta take care of business first. But I'm with you. Take care of business on the Carolina. Yep, on the Carolina. All right, let's talk about that. Obviously, everybody probably knows we're in a situation on Sunday: a Giants loss and a win over Carolina, and we clinch the division for the first time in five years. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like I'm getting a sense of just overconfidence from the fan base though acting like Carolina is bummy I understand their record isn't good but I don't think the Panthers are a bad team uh they played got a close games this year and they lost to the Raiders by four the Raiders are not really a great team but you know they're you know average they lost to the Saints by three lost to the Chiefs by two lost to the Vikings by one they played tough football I think they've lost like what eight straight or seven straight now is that correct sprinkle in one W versus uh Detroit so in week lost- 11 so they've lost like seven of eight, though, or yep, something, something really crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're a team that's kind of like just middle of the pack, 20th in offense, 19th in defense. 
they are actually a, a good passing uh, team with Teddy Bridgewater, uh, DJ Moore, and uh, Robbie Anderson, both over 1,000 yards for the year. Only one of two teams that have two players over 1,000 yards so far this season. Uh, Mike Davis, who's filling in for Christian McCaffrey, who might be back this week. We, we have no idea yet. Uh, has 600 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. Also has 59 catches, which I, I couldn't believe when I saw Mike Davis had 59 catches. That's, mm-hmm. that's got to be one of the higher marks for a running back this year up there with McKissick and, and uh, Kamara. But, you know, they can do some things on offense, but well, have they put I'm a deep surprised you weren't mentioned your man. Who? <laughs> Will Greer? Nah, Samuel. Oh, I thought you were talking about Will Greer for a second. I was like, please. <laughs> no, I'm the I'm trying to get that West <laughs> you knew damn well I wasn't talking about that. Hey, what? Pushing light. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I like Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup a lot this year. He's been hurt a lot. I'm not mistaken, correct? Mm-hmm. No, he's been cooking. He's been making plays, though. Yeah, he has been making plays. Uh, Bridgewater has 14 touchdowns, eight picks. You know, passer rate of 93.1, I believe. 95.1 is what it is. So he's not really a dynamic passer, but what he is is very efficient with the ball. You know, he'll he'll complete the ball at a high clip. He won't be slinging the ball around a yard, but if you're not sounding your defensive assignments, they will beat you 100% Absolutely. of the time. So uh, in your opinions, guys, what does this defense need to do this Sunday to contain this Panthers offense? Um, look, man, these guys got nice numbers, especially their receivers. It's because they're behind a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 27th DVOA on offense, 20, 27th. Sorry, 26th in the past, 22nd with the run. I'm not really sure why the fuck they would put Christian McCaffrey on that field. Um, Given your four and ten seasons over. It's it's the same thing every week. The defense has a reputation now. You better protect your quarterback someday. Mm -hmm. Ain't going to be no patting on the ball, Teddy. That's to pat the ball a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not going to get away with that someday. Mm-hmm. They struggle with Teddy, like most court, like most average quarterbacks or quarterbacks in his range, struggles with pressure. Man, if you can get pressure with four, I think the big concern is they got guys on the back end who can make plays. But absolutely, really, since we have since we put in, I mean, Reeves had his slip up uh, in the run game, but since we have swapped out these safeties, we have cut down the mistakes down the field. Mm-hmm. So it's clear that the game plan week to week is to keep shit in front of us. I think we can do that again. Teddy will gladly dump the ball off. We know that about him. Get after him like you get after anybody else. And don't let Mike Davis get started. I'm right there with you, Cliff. Y'all know where I'm going. It's all about the trenches, man. If our defensive line can do what they've been doing, control the line of scrimmage, get to Teddy. Like Paul said, Teddy's not somebody that's going to sit in the pocket and throw for 300, 350 on you. But Teddy does have the ability to get out of the pocket and, you know, you know, hit a little scramble play or find somebody streaking like DJ Moore, who just came back from a COVID situation. And we know he's a playmaker. Like you said, Curtis M is a playmaker. And Robbie Anderson can always hit you over the top for a deep bomb. But if our defensive line comes to play and they make plays, hey, I mean, we, we can win this game. I'm not going to guarantee a victory, but this is a situation where if we do what we're supposed to do, there's no reason why we should not end this game on Sunday with a W. You cannot allow Mike Davis to turn into Christian McCaffrey. He's been a great fill-in, especially on my fantasy teams. But with that said, he's not Christian McCaffrey. Don't let him get out here, you know, get loose on some fluke halfback screen or some nut-ass shit like that. But, yes, they got weapons, but 
I feel like we have more talent on in our defensive front and our, on our defensive side of the ball compared to them. And I, you know, if we go out defense controls the line of scrimmage like they should, I mean, we should be able to control their offensive game plan. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, they've 29 sacks this year. They've allowed um, right around the middle of the pack. It, it's funny when you talk about it because we talked last week about how Russ was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league, and we didn't get to him once. You know, whereas Petty rarely gets sacked because he's so uh, efficient in his game and he, he's getting the ball out quickly. But if you clamp down the receivers, which is, you know, easier said than done because DJ Moore is turning into one of the better receivers in the league. But if you let him hold that ball for one second longer than he's supposed to, we're going to get home. I mean, their offensive line is good, but it ain't that good. Like, we, we, we beat up on better offensive lines than the, offensive lines than the one he has. So, um, it's just, like I said, it, I think that Cliff said it best. we got to come up and tackle, man, because I, I know they do a lot of, like, dink and dunk and, like, drag routes with um, DJ Moore and a lot of, like, rifle screens with Curtis Samuel. I think that if you come up and you're sounding your tackling, something that they didn't do last week, that you can contain them. You know, you may they do a lot of misdirection with Curtis Samuel too, man. He's been lining up in that backfield a lot lately. I've been seeing that where they'll they'll take Mike Davis out and they'll put Curtis Samuel at halfback and pitch it to him or you know, let him come around on a quick halfback screen or some shit like that. Like it's gonna be interesting to see how many of our linebackers actually practice tomorrow because that's my biggest concern. Are we gonna have Holcomb and KPL back? I mean, obviously we know we did sign Michael Kendricks, and chances are he may start if they're not ready, but we're going to need our linebackers this week. Obviously, we know we don't have the best linebacking core, but I, we need all hands on deck for this team. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Lamar Miller will also be available this week. Um, mm-hmm. It, it would have nice to have him last week, but, you know, COVID 2019 protocols are in place. You couldn't be here, but you, you need him now, especially especially if Gibson is mm-hmm. out of the lineup. Or even if he is in the lineup, I mean, he's not going to be 100%. I think we all realize that he's not even 100% again this season, most likely. Um, so having a, a veteran like Lamar Miller, and you could do worse. You could do way worse than Lamar Miller. So it would be nice to have him out there. Absolutely. Um, um, so what does the offense do uh, against the Panthers' defense? Uh, one of the things that I noticed, um, this might help us out a little bit. They're very similar to the Giants in defense. I was looking at trends. Uh, as far as defensives that, uh, in the NFL, cover three, they're, they call it the second most to the Giants. Cover one, they call it the second least. And the Giants call it the least. Uh, they blitz at the same exact clip. Giants are fifth least. Panthers are fourth least. Um, so the fact that you've seen a, a similar defense twice this year already could help you out. The difference is the Panthers defense doesn't have the talent the Giants defense has. And they might be down Brian Burns and Tony Pride Jr. this weekend. I know that uh, Burns tweaked his MCL on Saturday versus the Packers. He's supposed to have MRI yesterday. I haven't seen anything yet, whether he's uh, – going to be okay or he's going to practice this week. I know that he's questionable. Pride is already out for next week. Um, I'm pretty sure Burns is going to be out. They got another dog I'm in that secondary, though. Yeah, well, Jeremy Chen. We didn't yes, talk about Jeremy, Jeremy Chen yet. I mean, they, they also have uh, – Trey Boston. I'm, I'm not worried about Trey Boston. Uh, I'm trying – his name is on the tip of my tongue, the D-tackle, the guy that just drafted. Oh, Derek Brown. Derek, Derek Brown. Yeah, he, he's balling. He's good. He's real good. Mm-hmm. Hey man, what's this? What's all this talent in the Giants, man? I mean, I'm not letting that one slide. <laughs> uh, Who are these niggas you speak of? <laughs> no, I, I like the Williams. Guy, the Giants Williams. got a good front. That's it. Mm-hmm. And as much as we yeah. show on Blake Martinez's name on this podcast, Blake Martinez, it'd be nice to have. Yeah, a we line. wish we had Blake Martinez. It'd be oh, nice God, to have a linebacker. Cole Hulk, he's better. Yeah, but it'd be nice to have a linebacker next to him who's unspectacular but makes a bunch of tackles. It's not mm-hmm. out of place. 
if you put Holcomb with somebody like Blake Martinez, who just does his job, then we're gonna shit on Boston like Boston game been playing good football these last couple weeks. Settle down, Corey. You know it's coming. I'm only a matter of time <laughs> before he misses tackle on Mike Davis and he's to the crib. Let me so stop you right now. I guarantee your opinion of Blake Martinez would not be like that if he was on our team. <laughs> you hear Paul Gordo, Blake, right? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, you just oh, called that man unspectacular. He is unspectacular. That is not a compliment, dog. <laughs> yeah, but he's always in the right position. He's doing his job. You know what I'm he's saying? Late, though. Mm-hmm. He's in the right position. The play is already over. The play already passed him. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> True, 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 true. But, hey, I, man, but to answer like, your question, oh, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Obviously, they got Bradbury, but look, I'll let you go back to the Panthers. The thing about the Panthers, though, the team is four and ten, right? Okay, I like. We, should we? I don't know if the fans is overconfident because I haven't been on Twitter, like seeing what's going on there or heard any of the local radio stuff. This is a four and ten team. This they did fire our head coach last season. <laughs> I will be very surprised if this team is not ready. Because I one, the bigger concern should be we might know that we can clinch before the game starts. I hate that. Not a fan. Can't believe the league set us up like that. Not a fan. But you think we about to lose with Ron coaching us on Sunday? I don't think we're going to lose. I, I've been saying that it's not the leg that people are making it sound like it is. Oh, Paul, so what you're saying, you're going to predict us to win? Well, the streak is over. Oh, so, yeah, oh. I'm going to predict us to win. <laughs> but, but you feel what I'm saying? Like, fans out here talking about it's like a layup. I'm like, the Panthers are 4-10. and 10. They're not a good team. But let's not forget the Jets beat the Rams this week and the Bengals beat the Steelers last night. Like, these, Wait, there are things that happen. Let's also for, not forget the worst 6-8. and eight. Not like we're fucking – 12 and 2 out here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, we we not Jets, Rams, because we ain't the damn Rams. Right. Right. Um, it's also the end of the year, man. One, two, three, Cancun time for some of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> that went damn well in a pandemic. <laughs> these niggas can't wait to go home. Yo, them niggas like, man, I can't wait till we get to the DR two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, uh, I meant to say this about the uh, the Panthers' offense. Uh, I've written this down. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL when it comes to red zone efficiency. They only convert 50% of the time in the red zone. And as we mentioned several times, we're the best red zone defense in the NFL. So that makes a difference. So I'm saying, man, if we just come – if we just play disciplined football, especially on defense, just don't let, like, the Robbie Andersons do something over the top. Offensively, Obviously, it's going to depend on health, especially with Alex. I'm assuming we'll know more about Alex tomorrow. Um, but even if Gibson cannot play this week, like, I think I'm kind of okay having McKissick, you know, run the ball versus the Panthers. I understand, like we mentioned, like, Paul, you mentioned earlier about Derek Brown. I mean, they got a couple playmakers at linebacker, Shaq Thompson. And I'm a huge fan of Jeremy Chin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fucking dog. <laughs> like, he wears that 21. He is a dog, but... You cannot have it a situation where you allow him to, you know, take over the game defensively. Like, you got to make mistakes for these guys to, you know, truly probably scare us on Sunday. So, my whole thing is if we come, if we actually come to play, like, I expect Ron to have the scene prepared. I mean, there's no reason why we should not win this game. But, obviously, this is the NFL, like you said, anything can happen. But, 
I mean, I don't want to jinx, but I, I, I actually feel good going into Sunday. I'm not overly confident, but I feel good about this situation. Got to take care of the ball. Look, that's it. Cliff. Like I, to me, if you took care of the ball on Sunday, you would have won this game. Right. We didn't beat the Seahawks because he didn't take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. You two turnovers while on drives, your team doesn't score a lot. We held the Seahawks 20 points. Could have won that game and turned yep. it over twice. This coming, we have not been turning the ball over because we're just not in a position to be giving away possessions, man. Our right. office is not good enough for that. You take oh. care of the ball Sunday, you win. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at their cornerbacks right now. It's the depth chart behind Tony Pride. Their one corner is Corn Elder, which is still the funniest name in the history of cornerbacks. The other one is Razul Douglas. And he, he already knows from his day in Philly that he don't want no smoke with 17. He saw that firsthand week one. So there might be opportunities there. Trey Boston, there's an uh, infatuation with Trey Boston amongst Washington fans. Like, oh, we can get Trey Boston. Trey Boston has been on a team, on a different team every year for the past, like, five years. For man, are you going to go on Trey like that, dog? I mean, yeah, come on, man. That, Trey, that, Trey, is, say, Trey is a <laughs> fine safety, but Trey is not some game changer. He's not a playmaker. He's a average NFL safety. You've seen the safeties we've been trotting out? How many average <laughs> safeties have we had? The fan base is like, just bring anybody in. Anybody's better than what we've had. Yes. No, you're you're right about that. You're right about that. But, you know, like Cord mentioned, Shaq uh, Thompson, they had to hear Whitehead. Jeremy Chen is their uh, sandbacker. So maybe you can get him on some misdirection, like flowing one way, getting mm-hmm. back other, getting him out of position. Because with all that speed, at linebacker, I mean, that could be a, a benefit. It could also be a detriment if you're all running full speed in the wrong direction. So mm-hmm. th- this will be a, a great week for Scott Turner to get his back, especially if, if Gibson is back. Um, uh, uh, Gibson, please. Drive slow. Cliff Stay your ass Drive the slow, Gibson. Okay. Easy now. In the words of my, my Liberian friend, easy up. <laughs> <laughs> easy. I, think, <laughs> I, feel, I really feel like for the, it's, it's two ideas. I, if Alex plays... I am very confident in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Very confident. Alex will just get Alex does will do enough to get us there. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. My concern with <laughs> my concern with Dwayne. <laughs> this guy, this guy's confidence levels, he's so scared <laughs> that who the fuck knows what this week will mean for him today. Especially after having the strip club incident. Like, are you in your, are you studying this week? Mm-hmm. You actually getting ready for this game? You ready for the Panthers on Sunday? Or are, or, or are you going to come out here and just look terrified? Because we can't, the thing is Sunday, okay, we're not scoring on the first drive of games. But we can't afford to have a first half of this. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. We just can't do that, man. We need some big, what the fuck is our last big play on offense? If you take away that Dallas game, our big plays, where are they, man? Is it – we have not scored on the first drive yet, right? No, nope. not yet. Are we the only team that's done that? The only yep. team. I mean, it's week 15. And I was just about to say, you know <laughs> – Everybody else has done it. Ain't no, ain't no rule against it much. I mean, it would be great. I know it might be asking a lot, but it would be great if we could just get on the board. I'm not even asking for a touchdown. Maybe a Hopkins field goal inside the five-yard line, you know, so it's a simple kick. It's not an extra point. <laughs> Maybe we could just get three. Like, we need a spark early. I don't know if it's a situation where we need a defense. I mean, always we're always 
relying on the defense to do something. But it will be nice if the offense can just come out with a little attitude. We drive down the field and make a statement. And you know what I'm saying? Like, get the momentum going where, you know, okay, we know this is going to be our game today. With this being a game where you can clinch the playoffs potentially, and with Ron Rivera and his history in Carolina and him leading this team in a in a position that they didn't think they were going to be in. No, I thought they were going to be in a position to actually rest players week 17 if they are able to you know complete this mission this Sunday. This is the time for y'all to ball out. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne, I don't know what shit you're on. We might take the game out of your hands, honestly. If, if you throw the ball like nine times on some Navy football shit, it is what it is, man. We'll just run this rock 70 times on Sunday and you know we'll see what happens. Good defense, run the ball. Dwayne, if you're starting, I don't know where your head's at, but it'd be a good time for you to actually pull your head out of your ass. Let's all put <laughs> let's all put Man, back. <laughs> I, I said what I said. Pull your head out of your ass, and let's just hope that Alex is back. I can't trust Dwayne out there, but what you can do is take the game out of his hands. Run that rock. The, the O-line was good on Sunday, by the way, minus the, the sacks late, which, you know, David Sharp, what can you say? Not to get sidetracked, but Dwayne at home, like, man, I knew I should have went to Boz and Crew. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my, um, let me stop. <laughs> this is the game where the defense, I'm not saying defense, I'll put it like this. We are going to probably need you. We might, we're going to need a turnover. Cliff, you mean like every other game? Yeah, no, but I mean like more like the Sips game. We're going to, we might need you to score. Yeah, we might need you to give us a short field. It might not be enough for you all to just get stops and force punts, right? We're gonna, we might need you to give us a turnover inside their 20. Yep, like that's what we might need. We might need a sack fumble. Um, I don't know about Dwayne. Dwayne, if you start, look, man, this is your career, bro. This is your career. You are putting your career in jeopardy. You said mm-hmm. this shit. I said that shit. The San Francisco game. You are putting your chances of. There is a chance if you come out here and look like shit on Sunday, you never play in this league again. Like that's real. I hope somebody's telling him that, bro. Yeah, like I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Yeah. Like you might not play ever again in the league. You might end up one after all this fuck shit, completely tanking your value. Right, whatever trade value you got, right to the point where maybe the team just feels like they have to release you, and then you end up on maybe someone's practice squad. Mm-hmm. It which could you're be not that. really get, right, and you're not really given. There's not another team out there hoping to turn you around. You you just wallow around, and your career is over. Mm. So, yeah. But I will say this, and I don't want to make it as simplistic as it sounds. But if you come out on Sunday and you ball out and you lead us to a win, and we make the playoffs. I'm not saying everything's forgiven, but I mean, that's, I mean, that is one of the like big time players make big time plays in big time games. If you want to be a, like, act like a first round pick or act like a franchise quarterback, not for us, for somebody else, or even just preserve your longevity in this league, you want a job next year or in two years or three years, go out and beat the Panthers when, when everything's on the line. That, that would be a good place to start. Right. Right. I wish you on that, bro. All right. Predictions. Let's do predictions. <laughs> That nigga's head's in the clouds, though, man. It really is. It really like, is. This shit reminds me of Harden. Remember when Harden had that, that fucking yep. Blue Lives Matter mask? Yep. Yep. He was yeah. like, I didn't know what it was. 
really? So you don't know what's going on, huh, James? You have no idea. You got no idea, huh? You really don't know what that was? Interesting. You think that's a good thing? Stupid motherfuckers. Oh, by the, <laughs> by the way, please tell me, please tell me y'all saw uh, Ryan Lee uh, weighing in today on Haskins. No, you didn't. You say? Oh my God! All right, so First me... off, Ryan Lee should be weighing on anything in regards to quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. But then right. again, hey, Wayne didn't yeah. fuck it up. So who got, who got more insight? Who got more insight into blowing it than Ryan Lee? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let me read you his what tweet. Say, Paul? What this is tweet. He said, this is on a Tom Perrell Sarah tweet. He quote tweeted it um, saying, listen, this is exactly what you think it is. Utter ignorance. There's something about the brain chemistry of an elite athlete that has everything and feels slightly and hurt. or feels slighted and hurt. I should say you have zero impulse control. No one will tell you what I cannot do. I swear. It's like looking in a mirror. When Ryan Leaf says Dwayne Haskins is like a mirror image of him. Something is fucking wrong, my nigga. That's real shit. Because your head's in the clouds, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's the thing about that whole... I mean, obviously, we are rehashing a lot of Dwayne right now. But that's the whole thing about you going to the strip club. It is not that you went to a strip club. It is that this is so clear that you don't get it. You just don't get it. Like, are you serious? Given all the shit that has happened this year... After your first start, this is you're taking a picture here. You just got titties in your face, bro. Mm-hmm. If we had won, I don't even think people. Re- I honestly wonder what the reaction would have been if we had won. I think it would have been like, well, this is dumb, but you. But you want to well go see some that. juggling bitties. <laughs> but oh. either even still, like, dude, you're just. Yeah. I know someone told you different. That's mm-hmm. my thing with it. Like, you're doing shit that's so dumb that I'm like, I know someone told you this wasn't a good idea. Bro, bro one of his mentors is Sean Springs. Like, right, right. Come on, dude. Like, oh. you got good people around you is in your ear. That's a dumbass decision that he made by his. There's no way you like, no, you're just a fucking idiot and you fucked up. Which is why he put that weak ass apology out on Twitter and then right. deactivated his Twitter. Right. Remember that Chappelle stand up when he was talking about um, his nigga Mac Mittens from the streets? And he's like, you don't, you don't got Mac Mins on your team? No, where is the niggas in your ear telling you, hey, Dwayne, mm-hmm. this is probably a, a bad idea, dog. Like, probably a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't know the brother. I don't know his family. So I got no idea. Maybe that does. Maybe that's not how it was for him. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Honestly, is, the truth is we don't know. That yep. might not have been what it was like for him. They mm-hmm. might, people might have been in this dude's ear since he was a kid telling him he's the fucking best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I would say that's Cause, likely because the shit that blows me about Haskins is like, dude, you playing where you went to high school, you are not playing well. This is where you, this is your fucking hometown. You have a great opportunity in front of you, bro. So, and you, you, you embarrass yourself in your hometown. Yep, you embarrass your family, bro. Yep, mm-hmm. but the thing is, you are carrying on like you out here killing it. Mm-hmm. Why are you carrying on like you, Kyler Murray, bro? Oh my god, this kid, man. So, in closing, if he starts, we lose. Oh, damn! That's how you feel. I said, I said it going into last week's game. Did I not? You did. We are not ready to win. We our team is not in the position to be carrying dead weight. We are not good enough yet. Right now, you are dead weight to our football team. 
It's fucked up that I'm saying this because I have been in this guy's corner. I was just about to say, Cliff, you was probably the biggest Haskins supporter of the three of the three of us. Yeah. You are not ready to win games. You are ready to lose them. Mm-hmm. We cannot trust you. We right. could be up one score. There's no trust. Right. Don't know what you're liable to do. We might call a play. You don't even know what the fuck play it is, bro. Right. And his his psyche probably is so fragile at this point. And we've given him credit in the past for being resilient. I, I, how do I know that you don't go out there and throw a pick on Sunday and then start sulking in the huddle? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you guys see that video on JP Finley's uh, IG after the game? He's walking off the field and Chase gets behind mm-hmm. him. Hey, get your ass yeah. in, in the tunnel. Right. Whole yep. time. Did you think whole it's time you about to go to the strip club. Whole mm-hmm. time you about to go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. Oh, this nigga was not thinking about the game. This nigga was like, right. Where? Where's the closest way to cash in this band of ones? Niggas like, should I? How many ones should I get tonight? Right. <laughs> Nigga was doing math in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they thought he was blown about the game. That nigga was like, damn, I gotta go home first. What time can mm-hmm. I get back to? Like, I think for Sunday with Dwayne, if he starts poorly, this shit can go sideways, man. Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned shit go sideways Sunday. He is so lucky. You are so lucky. There are no fans this game. Oh my god! You are fuck. Like you talk about a week where you should be fucking thinking your life. Mm-hmm. There are no fans this game, bro. They boo his ass in introductions. Nigga, we go three and out. You get booed, right? Because mm-hmm. one, I think the team is lucky to no fans because we would be tight. In that building, <laughs> we our fan base would be in there tight. <laughs> oh, after, after, after the first three and out, I'm like, hey, Paul Cliff, I'll be back. I'm gonna go grab my seven beers real quick. <laughs> like, we would be tight in there. Mm-hmm. Him in particular, mm-hmm. you start slow Sunday, man. I wonder, I actually wonder how I wondered how close he was to getting pulled on Sunday, right? For Seattle, what is the leash gonna be like this coming mm. Sunday? <laughs> So, see, man. look, well, it sounds like he's going to start, so I'm going to predict a loss. Um, well, 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 Cliff, sorry, I don't mean to uh, interrupt your prediction, but they did say that they're optimistic that he'll uh, be able to practice tomorrow. Talk about no, yeah, I mean, Rivera said that. I mean, R- Rivera could say anything. Who knows? He could be talking well, about Rivera also that. said he felt optimistic about Alex going back in the 49ers game. Then he didn't practice all week this week. So in that moment where he's been playing, he hasn't tightened it, it hasn't tightened up on him yet. Maybe he could have gone back in the game if something happened to Dwayne. But once you like stop moving, you're on a plane for hours going back to DC, and it t- locks up on you. Yeah, now you can't play. Now it's actually like set in that you're hurt. They also might have looked at that Seattle game like not a throwaway, but like it is more important that Alex is healthy. Because look, yeah. Rivera's been talking about winning the division for a while. Mm-hmm. So he might be looking at this like we can send Alex out here not healthy. And maybe win, but then have no chance the next mm-hmm. week or the following week. There is no way he wants to put Dwayne Haskins in fact. I mean, l- less so, now than he may even Sunday, like Sunday night. Sunday night, he probably was like, I can't start this motherfucker ever again. Then he gets to the office on Sunday and somebody walks in his office and is like, uh, yeah, uh, coach. Like, coach, quarterback. I, I, I got to show you my Instagram. Coach, so quarterback probably, last night. He had ass and titties in his face. He's um, probably like this fucking guy. Like, so. I think that's really that's good to hear, and also the thing we know about Rivera is he has been really unlike Jay Gruden, who essentially was reading fucking medical reports during press conferences, right? 
This nigga was reading what injury the player had, how many weeks they're expected to be out, what the recovery process is going to be like. Why are you telling everybody how injured our players are? Right. That was like the Jay Gruden staple. Four to six weeks, injured shoulder. You know, he hurt his shoulder on the second half. Like, dude, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Rivera, Rivera kind of keeps that shit quiet. So for him, him to say openly that he's optimistic gives me reason to believe he will play. If he plays, we win. 31-20. Mm. Wayne plays. It's going to get ugly. So we're going to do an Alexander Dwayne prediction? Okay. If Dwayne plays, we don't make the playoffs. You heard it here first. <sighs> I know I've been predicting us to do to basically lose every game for the, <laughs> for the remainder of the season. And maybe I should stick with that. But I'm actually feeling good about this week. I think Alex is going to play. I think Ron's going to have the team ready. There's going to be a sense of urgency this week. There's a huge opportunity in front of these guys. And we know this team is hungry, That especially on that defensive side of the ball. They are hungry. And I feel like we're going to go out here on Sunday and we're going to clinch this division at 7.30 p.m. And it's going to be Washington 24, Carolina 13. Okay. Um, this is just an aside. Uh the opening line for Washington versus Carolina was Washington by two, or I believe it was two or two and a half. I saw today they pulled the game from the books. And usually that means that an adjustment is coming because there's some information out in the desert that they don't know. Maybe it's Gibson, maybe it's Alex. I think that the two point line was probably assuming that Haskins was going to play again. I mean, that gives me a little bit of hope. No. That gives me. <laughs> That gives me a little bit of hope, man. Because the people never nah. know, man. The, the Vegas Nah, folks. there's no way it would have its favorite by two and a half in the Haskins stuff. No way. So you so you think the two and a half was based off Alex being there? Yeah, because there's no way he would be favored in the game with Haskins starting, man. I can't I, I can't see how but that line might change tomorrow if Alex don't practice. Uh, oh, no, yeah. line, the line is I have the line right here. It's still two and a half. It's still mm. two and a half. Okay, so they put it back right where it was. A lot. We're gonna know a lot tomorrow, and by the time you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, uh, you know maybe practice has already started. Um, we'll we'll see. I I tend to think we're gonna win this game no matter what, uh, just based on the strength that there's so much going for the, the team right now, and especially like for Ron Rivera, them knowing how much a win over a team that fired him less than 12 months ago would mean, and to clinch the playoffs and then have a week off, and. You know, I can't speak for anybody else in this fan base right now, but I don't want to see Jalen Hurts week 17. I, I really don't. I'm not saying that he's unbeatable, but that that's a wild card. That's, that's a wild card mm-hmm. right out there that I don't want to have to go into mm-hmm. dealing with a quarterback that's hot. It's one played three games. You don't got any thumb on him. I, I, even with a great defense, I'm not ready for that. that. There's a lot of guys in the locker room that I feel will not squander an opportunity right now. And, you know, whether Dwayne starts or not, I feel like, this is a moment where the team is going to rise up and put on a show, maybe their best game of the season, which is, you know, saying a lot, considering they blew up the Cowboys twice. Um, that was pretty impressive. But I, I mean, I'm, you I'm win on Pittsburgh. Don't, don't short them too much. We did, right, make, right. We did knock off another undefeated team. But I'm talking about a game where they're just in control from start to finish. All right. Like, and like you said, man, these folks are looking forward to, to, to hitting uh, Cancun in a couple uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. Carolina not thinking about us. They're thinking about hitting uh, – Playa of the Carmen or where the fuck it is down there, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Washington. 
gonna say Washington twenty-four, Carolina nine. I'm looking at a big win. Hey, hold up, Paul. Hold up, man. <laughs> how you gonna say how these fans talk about Carolina like they ain't shit? Then you got us winning by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen, just because Carolina's better oh, we about than, to lose. than we all about to pick us to win. Like nah, man. Minutes. Just because what was your Car- score? What was your score, Corey? 24-13, Washington. So we all have a double-digit win. <laughs> I, mean, I think we're, we're all just in the same place. Like, the fact that this game means so much to this team, and there's guys on the team like Terry and Chase and Jonathan and Duran and and Big Moses and Sheriff, who mm-hmm. well, a lot of them ain't been to the playoffs ever. And a lot of motherfuckers know that this is do-or-die time, and they're going to bring their A game because they know that the opportunity is right in front of them. This is. They- I also just feel like there's going to be a sense of urgency at practice this week, especially after this fuck shit that Dwayne just did. <laughs> I'm just saying with, <laughs> with the coaches in general, like and like you said, like you said, Cliff, Ron's been talking about this division for a long time, and here we are. This is our opportunity to close this shit out. Um, I'm Obviously, we're all anticipating obviously anything can happen, but Chances are Ravens should beat the dog shit out of the Giants at 1 o'clock. <laughs> Straight up. And we have an opportunity to close this shit out at kickoff at 4 o'clock, at 4 p.m. So I'm expecting the individuals such as the Chases, the Brandon Sheriffs, you know, the Terry McLaurins. Brandon, there, there should be a level of urgency at practice this week, and I'm expecting the team to come out flying on Sunday. I'm not saying we're yeah. going to blow them out, but there is a sense – there should be a high level of sense of urgency right now, especially yeah. when I they get to practice. Tomorrow. I think Rivera's about to have them – Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Yep. Right. And and also one, one thing we haven't mentioned. Sorry, Cliff, I didn't cut you off. Uh, Alex Smith. Like this is Alex Smith's chance to go to the playoffs. And if this is Alex Smith's last year, I mean, I haven't heard one way or another if it is or not. But don't you think Alex Smith wants to go out on top? Is a relative term, you know. That's and you know, cool. them boys want to play for Alex. So you they know. want they want to see Alex go to the playoffs, man. One mm-hmm. last time. That, yep. and, that's, yeah. and that's why I really hope Alex is starting because I think the confidence level is going to be like through the roof, oh, Cliff. Yep. We're going to do this today. Right? Mm-hmm. Ready to go. We don't got the mm-hmm. scurry nigga number seven back there. We're ready Look to at go. Juggling, babies. <laughs> you know, I'm actually curious what y'all think. What do you think the players, like, what, as teammates, what do you think the response because Dwayne is young, like most of those guys are on the team. He's friends with some of these guys, with the college with some of them. I really am curious to what, like, McLaurin or Chase, like guys who played in college with him. What do you think they're thinking right now? They're going to look at him like that meme from The Wire. You know, when Bunk was shaking his head like, cuz, you serious? <laughs> Fuck is you doing? Really? You've already been benched. This is your opportunity. I mean, if those, if they truly his friends like we think they is, like, like you said, Cliff, they went to school him. Chase know this dude. McLaurin know this dude. Like, they, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to call him out on his shit. Like, you can't be doing that, bro. I'm not saying they're going to abandon him because, you know, that's still their dog. But yeah, they they, they going to feel some type of way when they get in that locker room tomorrow. A hundred percent. If they haven't already had a discussion with him. There's what do you think the side chat is like? Oh, that shit booming right now. Look like one of our Jones. Dwayne ain't in the side in the side chat without Dwayne. Uh-huh. These niggas probably like, dog, what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Right. 
I was gonna say they definitely have a side chat with Dwayne and definitely have a side chat without Dwayne. Mm -hmm. They're probably in the one with Dwayne talking about, hey man, keep your head up, man. I know you fucked up, but we don't get past this. They in the other chat, like this nigga can't be on the field. <laughs> right. They in the other chat with all the pictures in there. Like, look at this nigga, <laughs> dog. Oh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> 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 that nigga ain't me, bro. Oh, talking in the side chat with the air. Chase like, damn, that's your one fat though, huh? Cause side chat, they're like, you so dumbass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Time, like, why ain't you inviting your girl joint though, bro? <laughs> trying to see some titties too. Where were you at? Oh, where were you? Where were you at? How come we don't know the name of this establishment? Right. And all strippers in DC clothes anyway. Yeah, man. This motherfucker. He wasn't, took in, it. he wasn't in DC. I was gonna say this motherfucker. That, that those look like some VA. You know what? Let me stop. North, Northern Virginia. Hey, North. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that I, like, <laughs> right. like, hypothetically, hypothetically. Not, it's not that I mean being hypothetical. <laughs> I am only telling, I'm only saying this based off what I have been told by employees that may work in this line of business. What they told you, huh, Glenn? <laughs> what they told me, this is, what, this is what I've heard. Northern Virginia, you know what I'm saying? It's open and it's popping. Mm. <laughs> I have been told this. I have not gone. There's a pandemic, as we all know. There is a pandemic. I'm not, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not that irresponsible. <laughs> but from what I hear, Northern Virginia, it's a little. I've been in Northern Virginia. I've been out in Arlington during pandemic. Out there a couple weeks, couple like couple like three, two, three months ago. Mm. They ain't really doing pandemic shit. Mm. It's a little different. It's a little different. Oh, I know that. But we, always, but we knew Virginia always been on some other shit. On some other shit, yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. Either way, mm. in case everybody was wondering where they could go, if you wanted to go see some titties, where can I go see some titties? You, Northern Virginia, from what I've been told. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't get that song on my head, juggle it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, you on one, boy. Oh, mm. oh what you a Dwayne. wild one, bro. Mm. What a Dwayne showed the practice this week, and this nigga got pink eye from having ass in his face. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 That's man. real shit, though. Oh, man. It could be anything. Oh, man. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> got a pink eye. Come on, man. That's oh, nasty, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Listen. Mm -hmm. it, it's crazy. Uh, we'll end on this. It's crazy because I was going on podcasts. We was, I was making little notes. I was like, "What we talk about for Seattle? What we talk about Panthers?" And in a matter of two days, we got like five extra storylines to talk on. I'm like, "Dog, these motherfuckers. They're frustrating as hell." But this content is a one. Shout out to y'all niggas. Only the football team in Washington. Right. They <laughs> they resorted to going back to doing football team shit. Right. We, fact, we can clinch a playoff, Berkman. How about that? As a matter of fact, from now on, when this kind of shit happens, I'm calling them the slurs. This is the <laughs> hit, like, this is the fuckery of our previous name. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. We are trying to put an end to this, okay? The fucking racist name, the, the racist team name, this is that is this is still under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. The sexual harassment stuff. This Haskins shit, we gonna just shift that to that franchise. <laughs> now, the football team, we don't do that here. Right. That's right. why they gotta get Dwayne up out of here. Cause it's like, bro, we be trying to rewrite stuff around. Here. Yeah. Yep. 
I'm with you, you on that. You the fucking circus right now, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 